The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Feeling better? Looking better. Making life better. It's Life Tips. Life Tips. We'll explore the latest innovations, introduce you to the latest products, and bring you the tips from experts and environmental pioneers to help you lead a better life. Life tips. Life tips. Life tips. Making your life smarter, better, faster, wiser. Welcome your hosts, Byron White and Amanda Smith. Hey, everybody. We are back with Life Tips Radio this week. And joining me instead of Byron is actually my co-editor here at Life Tips, Carolyn McKibben. Hi, Mandy. It's good to be here. I'm so excited to have Carolyn on the radio show this week, specifically because we are talking to Marlene Cray, who is our, our expert in, uh, in healthy eating and nutrition, and she's always giving us some great ideas for how to pH, body our, how to pH balance our bodies. And Carolyn is our resident vegetarian here at Life Tips, so she's always got some new, you know, new take on how everybody in the office should be eating. So um, I'm really glad to have Carolyn on this week. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, Amanda. Um, it's good to be here. And um, yes, I do. I I can claim to have converted Jameson from a junk food <laughs> diet to an almost vegetarian diet. So he's lost, <laughs> I think, three pounds, a lot of water weight, and he feels a lot better. For for any of our listeners who don't know, Jameson is actually another editor here at Life Tips, and um, Carolyn's done a great job with him. When he came on board, he was strictly a donut donutitarian, and now he's actually uh, he's gone to the good side. He's he's been eating a lot healthier. He's been listening into Marlene's radio shows and drinking a lot more water. And I think his doctors would even say that he's he's a lot healthier these days. So I'm excited to get Marlene up and running to uh, to give us all the new tips for this month. Um, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll, we'll be joined by Marlene Cray. Life Tips will be right back after this short break. Hey, have you got the number for Cherry's Pizza? Look it up on LocalPages.com. LocalPages.com, and what if I wanted a business number in Miami? LocalPages.com. Can people find your business online? Be seen with LocalPages.com on every local listing in all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, MSN, and Ask. With over 6 billion quality searches a month and bids starting as low as one cent, get connected with local consumers at the exact moment that they're looking for you. San Francisco, Green Bay, London. I told you, LocalPages.com. List your business on LocalPages.com now and get $100 in free local advertising. LocalPages.com, bringing your neighborhood to you. Have a good weekend, Andy. See you, Andy. Hey, Jan, why are all the coders leaving so early? Doesn't your department have a deadline of, like, midnight or something? Me and my staff are here all night. I saved money on my staffing budget by outsourcing a lot of work to Offshoring.com. I told them I needed a coder, and they sent me profiles fast. My staff just filled in the little details, and now we're having margarita night. Offshoring.com. Fast, inexpensive, excellent, and on time. Offshoring.com. SEOSeek.com is your one-stop site for everything SEO. From search engine marketing to pay-per-click management, SEOSeek.com delivers high-quality SEO services at affordable prices. SEOSeek.com can help you with SEO analysis, monthly reports, title and meta tag optimization, email support, and so much more. Want to keep your SEO in-house? Let our professional trainers teach SEO to your staff. Get a free quote and a free competitive analysis today at SEOSeek.com. 
How do you choose the right affiliate network to partner with? The answer is simple. MarketHealth.com, where health and wealth connect. Established in 1998, the MarketHealth.com affiliate network allows you to market and promote the world's leading health and beauty offers on the net. Start making recurring income and the highest payouts in our industry. Choose from over 50 of the hottest selling offers, ranging from herbal supplements, skincare, vitamins, beauty products, weight loss, and much more. Sign up for free at MarketHealth.com and start making money today. Life Tips is now on iTunes. Write us a review and tell us how much you love us. And now back to Life Tips. Making your life smarter, better, faster, and wiser. Here are your hosts. Hey everyone, we are back and we're joined by Marlene Cray. Marlene, you on with us? I am. Glad I'm to so be here. Happy nice to meet you, Carolyn. We've really got a good thing going with uh, our monthly health updates from you. <laughs> we can just kind of do a little domino effect. By the end of the year, we'll all be uh, we'll all be real healthy. Good. I hope so. I hope so. That's our that's our main goal here. But you know, it's funny now. Now you and I have this down to a science. We just we know how how this show is going to go each month, right? Yes, and you know, it, it's interesting that um, most most of us today, it's I don't think it's a matter of uh, doing the wrong things intentionally, it's lack of information because there's so much information Mm -hmm. that we get redirected and redirected and our lifestyles get busier and busier and faster and faster. And so um, this show is all about, I think, shortcuts to be able to be healthy and at the same time integrate it, you know, with your Mm -hmm. lifestyle. Yep. So so what do you want to jump into? I know that we were were going to talk about... um, uh, um, well, weight gain Thank and obesity <laughs> is probably the number one issue in America today. Uh-huh. We were going to talk about that, and then we were also going to talk about some weight loss tips this week. So why don't we talk, uh, talk about the high fructose corn syrup first and foremost, because I know Carolyn and I were talking about this this week. So tell us a little bit more about it. Yeah, and high fructose corn syrup is is quite fascinating because, you know, we used to uh, have sugar that was made from sugarcane. And then we started eating sugar that was made from beets, and we call that beet sugar. And and they're interchangeable in terms of the body being able to process them and absorb them because they're whole Mm food-based. The high-fructose corn syrup is actually made from corn, um, genetically modified corn, but the processing is really quite something. It has the same sweetness and the taste as equal amounts of sucrose, like from the cane or beet sugar, um, and, and basically, we used the cane and beet up, in, up through the 90s. Um, high fructose corn syrup has actually eclipsed the use of sugar around about 1995 as a less expensive option. The problem, um, as well as using genetically modified corn, it's processed with genetically modified enzymes. Um, but my biggest issue with it is that in the processing, it's broken down through a fermentation process that creates a fungus, which means our bodies ingest nutrition from whole foods. High fructose corn syrup gets thrown off to the liver to deal with. Thus, in various studies that are done, high fructose corn syrup is not a food source. So your body's trying to get rid of it. So unfortunately, just like alcohol, which is also fermented, it has to go through the liver. So you think about not just the adults, but look at all the kids today and the amount of processed foods. It's in everything. High fructose corn syrup has taken over and um, it's in everything that's processed, and it's in all the soft drinks. You have to look for soft drinks that actually have sugar in them, and there's only one or two labels that do. 
but you think about the children, how fast, uh, how hard their livers are working at their ages, and I truly believe it's the underlying root issue for obesity um, today, at least one of the major ones. Fast foods came upon us quickly after World War II. You know, statistics from 2001 indicate a quarter of Americans eat fast food every day. Think about the high fructose corn syrup in all the fast foods today, not to mention all the trans fats and all the other junk. No, um, is, is- is uh is high fru- fructose corn syrup worse for you than say the the processed white sugar that that's been bleached? I would say high fructose corn syrup is my leading nemesis in processed foods. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would consider it, um, you know, something that if your body can't process it. It can still process, you know, the, ble- the, the bleached white sugar, you know, is not going to be great, but it's certainly better than high fructose corn syrup. So you have to think the- of things as good, better, and best. Mm-hmm. And good would be, you know, organic sugar. Um, best would probably be being trying not to do as much sugar and to really lean towards doing a, you know, stevia, which is a plant-based um, sweetener extract that doesn't have any fillers or additives because that doesn't have any aftertaste and it trades out just like sugar in, like, say, fresh lemonade or um, different drinks that you make, different sauces you make. But when you bake, you're really limited. You need to use a sugar. So, you know, organic-based sugar is going to be best, um, and then and then white sugar after that. Certainly they don't sell high fructose corn syrup as a packaged item for you to use at home. Marlene, hi. This is Carolyn. Um, hi. I, hi. Um, where do you buy stevia? Because I've heard of it before, but um, like I would love to put it in, you know, coffee or, or something, and um, or, or tea. But I, I, I don't know where you find yeah, it. Yeah, and I've, I've got um, on the PH our PH Body Balance website. I have a link to purchase it from a bulk provider. Mm-hmm. Um, we did find a stevia that was exceptional. It's called Astraya, Astraya. Um, that's a and, and Trader Joe's that you do have in Boston, they have a one-ounce container of oh. um, concentrated white stevia extract without fillers. Oh, great. And I'll great. tell you the stevia. truth. Yeah. They, they've also got one that does have fillers, but the one-ounce bottle doesn't, and Trader Joe's is all over the country. Um, they're a little bit more proactive in that arena. Most of, you know, Whole Foods does not carry it. You're right. You have to get it online. Wow. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're lucky, but you're lucky you have that there. So Boston's It's actually the, right in my front yard, the Trader Joe's here. I, my window <laughs> looks over it, so I'll just, I'll just. Yeah, well, I'm jealous. Home. You know, I just go in there and breathe. <laughs> I love Trader Joe's. Um, anyway, so yeah, stevia there is good, and you use like uh, the size of a sesame seed equals the sweetness of a teaspoon of sugar. Wow, that's incredible. Mm-hmm. So you make um, fresh lemonade for your family as maybe a staple. That's what we do at our home. And so it's about four lemons to a gallon, a half a teaspoon, a heaping half teaspoon of stevia, and pure water. And, and it's an amazing alternative to um, the soda made with the high fructose corn syrup. It's healthy. Lemon, pre-digestively, is acidic. Post-digestively raises your pH and also cleanses your organs. So it's, um, it's really healthy to do in any kind of food. But, but I wanted to talk about you know, uh, school lunches, too, because that's a really interesting, um, talking about high fructose corn syrup and talking about processed foods. School lunches, um, the kids are fed in large by 
overproduced uh, agricultural commodities, and it's, it's, it's through what's called the Farm Bill or the National School Lunch Program. And it was originally started through the Department of Agriculture Commodities Policy. They're actually looking at it in the House of, I think, Congress um, soon. And there's kind of a conflict of interest that's grew between agribusiness and promoting good health because originally it was written and implemented when we had local farmers and local co-ops, and now the majority of the farming is done by big business, right? And so they seem to own the school lunch program. And what it means is the federal government uh, makes it really easy to process, to purchase processed foods through the National School Lunch Program and almost impossible to purchase fresh because the USDA buys hundreds of millions of pounds of excess beef, pork, milk, processed foods in order to keep the prices normal mm-hmm. and then dumps the excess into the National School Lunch Program. So, having said that, dinner becomes the healthiest meal of the day. Um, you can, you can, uh, you know, we can't stop our children from eating lunch every day, and a lot of kids are on the school lunch program. But as far as being overweight or obese, they can certainly come home and, and alkalize from that, and, and the families can focus on having a very healthy dinner which then puts you to bed without digesting, which creates a healing cycle. And the lemonade, you know, would create the hydration. There's a lot of shortcuts people can do kind of bringing the control back into the home, even with the lunch program. And hopefully these uh, advocates will be able to turn this thing around. And, you know, individual schools like uh, San Francisco and I think Boston is one, and uh, California in general, Florida, they're – Parents are taking over, and they're getting the the greener, fresher, more vegetarian-type food into the schools. No, Marlene, I got to tell you one of the one of my major pet peeves with um, with the industry, with the food industry in general, is how expensive it is to go out and purchase organic foods and and to purchase you know things that that naturally we want to we want to go towards these organic, these healthier foods. We end up, you know, filling ourselves up with with cheaper foods and feeding kids cheap foods that are that are quick and highly processed. And it, it just it drives me wild when I go into the grocery store and I see how expensive organic food is. I understand that that it yields so much less than foods that are that are processed. But I got to tell you, it's just one of my major pet peeves that that people should be buying organic and should be buying healthier foods. And so many people can't afford to live that lifestyle. I'll tell you the truth, and that that's before the end of World War II. Every farm in America was organic, so that ought to make you even more angry. Yeah, um, I know. <laughs> it was the chemicals used after the war that infiltrated all the farms. But here's the good news on that. There's two new labels out. One is called uh, Naturally Grown, and it's a co-op of um, farmers. They've re- self-regulated, and they've created a label. And what Naturally Grown means is this. Uh, initially, when the, the organic farms came into into being, it meant three years of having soil that was uh, non-polluted uh, with pesticides and chemicals. And then they got graded, and then they then the next harvest, they could put the organic label. Since then, and that's been, what, maybe 10 years or so, 12 years since it got, became real popular um, to do, or that movement began, is probably a better way to say it, the major companies have taken over organic farming. So now it's very expensive for a home farm or a small farm to be to be classified organic. However, they can be classified naturally uh, grown. And that label is on the website. And I put it into a newsletter, too, which I'm actually in, I'm trying to send it out on every newsletter. There's two labels, naturally grown, and the other is agriculturally chemical-free. And um, when you look at produce, for example, 
you will see a code on the front on every single piece of produce that's required to have a little sticker. If it's preceded by the number nine, it means organic. If it's preceded by the number four, it means conventional or uh, with pesticides, with chemicals. If it's preceded by the number eight, um, it means um, hydroponically grown. Wow. So if you're looking for naturally grown or uh, agriculturally pesticide-free, it's going to have a different label other than a numeric code. So it's not hard to spot, um, even if you don't know what the labels look like. And so some of the big um, houses like Costco is doing amazing things with healthier food. Costco has agriculturally chemical-free produce for the most part, and they also have flash-frozen organic broccoli, which it tastes just like fresh broccoli. I'm not a big fan of, you know, frozen. I'll tell you the truth. you got to go back to good, better, best. I like their flash-frozen organic broccoli. It's inexpensive, um, $5 for, you know, something like eight or nine pounds of it. So it's really quite inexpensive. And they have uh, bags of fresh lemons for four or five dollars. Also, I did publish in the last newsletter, and I'll send that out again too. It's a little cheat sheet. So, for example, the leafier or the greener, um, the more flimsy the vegetable, the more pesticides it absorbs. Um, and they and I have a little rating chart of one to a hundred. So, a hundred would be the most chemicals, and one would be the least. Avocados are a one. Onions are a one. You know, there's really no need to buy them organic because. They don't absorb much of the pesticides and so forth. Lettuces do. So put your money into organic where most of the pesticides are. The weaker the stalks, the weaker the the, uh, vegetables, the more pesticides it absorbs as it grows. And and that's always good to know. So you always know anything, you know, greens, parsley, things like that, you want to do organic. Uh, Broccoli, maybe not so much. So that's a way that we can stretch our budget for organic. Exactly. Right. Yeah, exactly. And and I have, um, I think next week or the week after, I'm putting out a little cheat sheet card that people can actually fit into their wallet that gives you the top 15 conventional vegetables that are lowest on the scale and the top 15 you have to buy organic to get to, to really not ingest a lot of pesticides. Kind of a, you know, just a little cheat sheet. What a great idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, yeah, well, we should, yeah we you got to stretch your budget. Yeah, yeah. Give them to everyone mm-hmm. I know. <laughs> yeah, and those two labels are you're going to see more and more and more of it. You know, um, oh, yeah. the, and and then the other thing is, you know, too many processed foods, too many cooked foods, dairy, you know, the meat, not enough clean hydration. Those are all major culprits, just as much as fast foods and processed foods. What do you um, think of dairy? What's what's wrong with dairy? Dairy, here's the thing about dairy is, and, and you know what, I know there's vegetarians and then there's, and then people, vegetarian and vegans, I mean, there must be 50 labels now for us, you know, because yeah, we're all yeah, something plus something else. <laughs> Everybody's making their own vegetarian acronyms. Um, the issue I have with dairy is maybe not dairy itself. It's the fact that a cow has a double digestive system, meaning two stomachs, so it has double the acid, so it has high lactic acid. Someone that is trying to get back into balance is it's it's like um, acid rain into their body, and that's why dairy is responsible for, um, or that's why the media makes dairy responsible for a lot of the asthmas and allergies and things like that. It's because your body has a re- reaction to the high acidity. So uh, 
going back to the good, better, best, whatever you can get in non-dairy that's an equal exchange that you like just as much, do it. You know, one of the things I did when I switched over from dairy to non-dairy is I used um, veggie shreds, which taste just like real cheese, and you can find that wherever, right above the lettuce usually. (laughs) Um, And I used half half shredded cheese and half veggie shreds until I I eventually moved my family over. Mm -hmm. Um, But the double, the the high lactic acid is, is kind of a killer. So while you really can't escape dairy completely, you can minimize the amount of acid you're bringing in. You have to have enough alkalinity to diffuse the acid. Goats, now, let's go to that, they have a single digestive system. So I use a lot of feta cheese hmm. because it's lower in acid and it's more nutritious, I think. Marlene, tell me again which, which type of cheese you use. Say that one more time. I use goat cheese. Goat cheese, okay. And, mm-hmm. But how does, how does uh, like, sheep's milk cheese stack up? Sort of the same idea? Same way as goat. Mm-hmm. Great. Yeah, single digestive system. A cow doesn't have. A cow has a double. Mm-hmm. And how do you feel about uh, switching from regular cow's milk over to goat's milk? Well, I don't do goat's milk. I use uh, soy silk at my house oh, I love because that. it's an organic soy. Here's what, here's what happened to the soybean. In Asia, for generations upon generations, women did not go through menopause. Um, and the reason they didn't is because their whole bodies, they're, they're, when, when you have a fat cell, it creates progesterone. The progesterone creates the estrogen, and it should come from your fat cells. In, in this country, in our country, we have relied on female organs, and so when we go through menopause, they stop working, we, go, we have symptomology. The soy-based diet in Asia was organic soy. What we did is we took the soybean, brought it over here, genetically modified it, mass grew it, stuffed it in every processed food that we have on the shelf, and now soy is not good for you because why? Because it's everywhere. (laughs) It's in all the processed foods. So if you continue to eat everything that's processed, no, soy is going to have an effect. But if you eat organic soy and you don't eat processed foods, you're good to go. So I love soy silk milk. It's, uh, it's organic soy, and the soy silk creamer tastes just like half and half. Now, how, how can I tell the difference just, you know, from going down the regular aisle to tell the difference between organic soy milk and non-organic? Will it have it the same It has to say it on the label. What's interesting about labels today is, is that people look at an, a label that says natural chicken. Well, every chicken is natural, right? We grow them. Um, you have to look for no hormones, no steroids, no chemicals, no, you know, you have to look for what's not there. It's, it's kind of like when things came out that were sugar-free, they all said sugar-free on the label. Mm-hmm. You have to look for this does not contain, mm-hmm. and that's what you're looking for. And so if it is organic, it has to say organic. So you have to look for what's not there versus what is You have to look for what's not there, and if it's organic, it must be stated. And soy milk, to me, is just a great uh, uh, organic soy milk. No, how do you feel about uh, rice milk? Because I know that was getting... I love rice milk, and I love almond milk. Almond milk? Really? I Mm -hmm. I haven't heard about this. Cara, have you tried that? I have, and it's delicious. And um, Marlene, I want to ask you one thing. What do you think of dried figs? Because I'm addicted to them. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were just, I was just having that debate today with a friend of mine who's a nutritionist and microscopist in England. 
And she was telling me that, you know, she has absolutely done all the research and she's absolutely in favor of figs. If you were to ask um, someone in the pH balance world, they would tell you that, you know, figs are fermented. However, when you dry something naturally, that's not fermenting it. That is a dehydrated, you know, um, fruit or vegetable. And the other thing is interesting. Here's what's interesting about um, figs. I, I haven't... To answer your question, I think figs are great. Um, uh-huh. They help your digestive system. They help your elimination system, and, and they're very nutritious. Um, one of the things that's interesting is that too much fat blocks your body's ability to process sugars. Mm-hmm. So what happens is um, people that are trying to eat healthy diets, they're doing a lot of really good good fats, but that's blocking their ability to process the sugar from the fig, you know? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so then that's why... You know, there are some people that give the fig a bad rap, but oh. no, figs are very nutritious. I, I was reading up about them, and, it, and, it, and we're on this website it says figs are amongst the most highly um, alkaline foods, making them useful um, for pH of the, the, of the body, and that's why I wanted to ask you because I know that you, you, know, you specialize in this pH balance. And so. here's the thing about pH. I mean, it's rogue. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. online is pretty rogue. You're going to go yeah. to 50 websites and get 50 different responses. But yeah. the truth is about alkaline acid in foods, it doesn't matter what a food is before you eat it. It matters what it is after you eat it. So in a, in a, in a digested state is, is how the true uh, pH balance works. Like I was telling you, lemons are predigestively acidic, postdigestively highly alkaline. That's called phytochemical nutrition, and it converts in the body. I believe figs do the same thing. And so predigestively, figs are not alkaline. Postdigestively, they appear to be very alkaline. Yeah, I've got to read more of your website because this is just so fascinating. It is. Yeah, I mean, it's really fun, you know. So you look at the, the glycemic index of different fruits and so forth, you know, and, and where the pH balance is on that. And anything below a strawberry, like a blueberry, a blackberry, raspberry, um, you can get huge nutrition from that. So, for example, I, my son drinks uh, blueberry uh, pomegranate juice um, or blueberry juice or raspberry mm-hmm. juice, and I mix it with... Um, sparkling mineral water mm. you know is it perfect no but it's great because it's healthy <laughs> mm-hmm. right marlene how do you feel about this new surgeons in the acai it's gaining popularity i see it everywhere in everything i'm drinking acai green tea right now is it any better or worse than any of the other berries that we come across um it is in the ph balance world very acidic mm-hmm Mm-hmm. Because it's not a, it's not giving that phytochemical post-digestive alkalinity, at least according to the people who I've researched, you know. And I, and the jury's out with me because I haven't spent a lot of personal time researching it. But what I did do is I went to several mentors, you know. I went to, you know, Rob Young and 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 three or four other uh, uh, integrated MDs who are who who are very big in in alkalinity. And they're all indicating no, it's highly acidic, and that's um, and and we were talking about shortcuts, you know, I, and and I want to get to that because the um, uh, goji berry, uh, the Himalayan goji berry, is highly alkaline. It is phytochemical, and they have for adults a great um, uh, weight loss shortcut product and um you have to kind of scroll down the ph body balance website to get to it but there's a link there for it it's called thai slim but it has amazing properties i haven't seen anything like this before it is just brand new since january but what it does is it stops 
when, when you become too acidic and you start to gain weight and you start to have, um, you know, I kind of want to go through the physiology of that. Your fat cells are like the soldiers of your body. Your brain sends them out. They're the, they're the front line to toxins and acidity and, and to all that's not good for us. And what they do is they absorb uh, fats and acids and toxins, and they just get bigger and bigger and bigger until one day a good thing becomes a bad thing and you're overweight. Um, if your blood is cleaned up, then the fat cells can shrink and release the acidity into the bloodstream that comes out through urine and bowel movements. Here's the problem. The more acidic you become, the more acidic, uh, the more microorganisms, bad microorganisms grow. They send a brain signal that says give us more acid because we need acid to grow. Bacteria grows in acidity. Viruses grow in acidity. If someone's perfectly alkaline, they can't grow a virus. Um, so these, these, these microorganisms send this brain signal. Your brain converts it to acid of choice. That's why we have some people that like beer, some people that like chocolate, you know, kids that have to eat chips and bread and pizza. Um, the cravings is what keeps feeding the acidity. Well, this Thai Slim cuts the craving, just cuts the brain signal so there's no craving. When you can cut the craving and quieten the brain from saying, I want that, I want that, or all the way home, gee, I really am going to eat that chocolate bar, whatever it is, um, when you can cut that noise out of your brain, you can hear what your body wants, and when you're not craving, you make healthier choices. And it also has a, now, I, I'm a firm believer that all disease begins in the intestinal tract, so if you have a healthy digestive elimination system, you're more likely to have a strong immune system, and you're more likely not to um, domino into health issues. So what the Tyslim also does is it lays down a prebiotic tract in the um, uh, intestinal system, which is different than probiotics. You know, we hear a lot about dumping good bacteria in. You can dump good bacteria in all day long. If you've got bad bacteria in there, it's just going to eat it up. So you're doing a balancing act. A prebiotic lays down the root system to a good immune system and starts to grow a good immune system. So you're like laying a forest. You know how forests took over you know, it takes over a state and you've got to cut it back. Well, that's what you want in your intestinal tract with good bacteria. You want it to be the strongest. And then a uh, invisible uh, fiber that starts to clean up the intestinal tract. So it's got all these health benefits, but the main thing I like is that it cuts the cravings and the results are quick and it eats the, it eats the belly fat, you know, where we start storing all the fat. Um, so I, I really like that product as a shortcut for adults. The other thing, is that there's a lot of little shortcuts that we can do um, in terms of exercise. We can bounce. You know, believe it or not, bouncing is probably one of the best ways to exercise because it exercises every cell in the body. Even your eye cells are the tiniest little cells. What does that mean, just bounce? Bounce on a rebounder? It's it's funny that you bring that up. I I took a gym class last week, and I swear half the class was us bouncing. And it was the most exhausting <laughs> class I've ever taken. I was in agony the next day, but it was a great workout. Really? And how you begin bouncing is you get one of the little rebounders, and you watch a show, and you bounce at the commercials. It's a good intro. That's good. Yep. Yep. You bounce at the commercials. Eventually, people just love bouncing, and they just bounce all the time. Well, what it does is it creates a lot of different things. It exercises every cell in the body. They use it literally as therapy for ADD, ADHD kids, and autistic kids because it does exercise all the cells, and, it, and so it'll, it'll, uh, it'll demonstrate itself through behavioral change and through better uh, clarity of thinking. And 
the other thing is swimming. You know, now that we're into springtime, swimming is a whole body exercise without impact. (laughs) Swimming. I love swimming, Marlene. I love it. Yeah, if you love swimming, it's an indication you're probably pretty healthy. (laughs) (laughs) I hope so. (laughs) Um, One of the other things is chewing, 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 because the more work the body does, the less work the digestive system has to do. And that's something that's kind of gotten left behind, but... You know, and our, and our processing systems are all energy. You know, we have all these processing systems in our body. So it's really important to keep the cell tissue salts balanced. And you do that through a good, healthy, and Carolyn, you probably have input on this, a good, healthy salt that's harvested naturally, that's mm-hmm. not processed, that's not bleached. You know what they do with the iodized salt today? You know, you go to the store and they've got all these salts, these white salts. They harvest this salt that's rich in minerals. They extract all the minerals, sell it to supplement companies. The salt's black because all the minerals are gone. So then they bleach it white and iodize it and sell it to us. Oh, that's so, disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> what, would that be like the morning salt or like non-kosher salt? or? Well, my favorite know. is Himalayan pink salt because oh, it, it, it awesome. re-energizes all those tissue cell salts. Every cell of our body has tissue salt. There's 12 that balance all the energy in our body. Um, and literally, if you can do Himalayan salt um and there's a link to a really good himalayan site on ph body balance but also even if you know the gray sea salt is good anything that's harvested naturally as a salt is going to feed the body not cause the body harm the reason you know high blood pressure uh, becomes an issue and they say get off the salt is because iodized salt hurts your body (laughs) and think about all the processed foods and all the iodized salt they use because, what, it's less expensive, right? Yeah. And that's well, Mar- why. Marlene, I absolutely love having you on because we could literally go on for about four shows lengths. At because everything leads into another thing. It, it always does. It always does. We are never worried about what to talk about once you're on air. <laughs> we don't even do press <laughs> anymore. We're like, Marlene's on. We'll figure it out once she's on the air. <laughs> So no, it's you will good. Be- you know, here, I want to give you some statistics, though, to lead. Maybe we can close out with that, is that um, between 1960 and 2002, the average adult grew an inch, you know, so we're taller people, right? Mm-hmm. But we're also 25 pounds heavier, so that one oh. inch equates to 25 pounds heavier today than uh, from 1960. Children that were 10 years old are now half an inch taller than the kids from 1960 and 10 pounds heavier. And you've probably seen it on CBS and, and, uh, you know, Fox News and so forth, but they want to test four-year-olds for clinical obesity. And what that means is your body mass exceeds weight dramatically. So what they do is they take your weight and and divide it by your height, and they get a body mass, a BMI, and we do that in all the gyms today, right? Um, But the belief system is this, and this is um, from the Physicians Committee for Responsible Medicine and the Internal Journal of Pediatric Obesity. By 2010, half of the children in North America will either be considered overweight or obese. So today, two-thirds of adults are overweight, one-third are obese, which means they're more than 35 pounds overweight. And the truth behind that is, you know what, it's not a food issue, it's an acid issue, and physiologically, um, we need to take control over what we're taking in. And, Carolyn, you're on the right track. I mean, becoming a vegetarian is, um, you know, very healthy as long as you're a healthy vegetarian. Mm -hmm. I know, you know, a lot of 
college kids <laughs> that are vegetarians yeah. and consider French fries vegetarian. Yeah. So French fries yeah. that aren't dipped in <laughs> beef broth. You can't breath. be a donutarian and expect to, to lose weight. <laughs> yeah, you can't be a donutarian and expect to lose weight like uh, Jameson. <laughs> Well, you know what you know what the answer is, Kara. We need to start bouncing at our desks every yes. day. Actually, every day. it's great to bring in a small rebounder for everybody to use in the office. Absolutely. Yep. yep. We were trying to get treadmills in. Byron nixed that budgeting issues. I don't know something like that. But we can bounce. bounce. We can bounce mm-hmm. in a no one. You can get a really bounce. good um, rebounder, and I think we have the NEDAC on our website, and I think it's like $150, but there's no impact. See, that's the difference. Mm -hmm. You can also pick them up for $39 at the home store, but um, the the NEDAC doesn't have impact, so, you know, even people with some issues. And it's got a bar so you can hold on to it. That's great. Right? Um, And you just bounce. I have one in my office, and I just get up every once in a while, and I just, you know, bounce for a couple minutes and go back to work. Byron's going to come back to an office of bouncing coworkers and not know what happened. And we're going to blame you, Marlene. <laughs> yeah, just put the, we'll just put the NEDAC in his office and have everybody on a rotational schedule. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> well, Marlene, once again, it is wonderful having you on, and I am excited to speak to you again next month when I'm sure we'll have even more to talk about. Um, thank you so much, Carolyn, for joining us this week. Yeah. In Byron's absence, I, I hope he's back from Cabo shortly. He's in Cabo to do some work. I think that's a, a suspect yeah. story. <laughs> Wait a second, yeah. <laughs> but it was great having you on. Thank you so much for joining us. And I hope all our listeners will tune in next week for another great show and next month to hear Marlene's monthly updates for PH Body Balance. So thank you, everyone, for joining us, and we'll see you soon.